Bono with the Orange County Register at OCVarsity.com. And I'm joined once again by Scott Barajas, former publisher of the Gridiron Magazine in Orange County. And Scotty, we have uh, made it through 10 weeks of football. The Trinity League season is uh, come and gone. We're into the postseason, and we're going to wrap up our Trinity League uh, podcast tonight with one final show, and we're going to have a jam-packed show with a lot of good information. We're going to be handing out grades on every single Trinity League team, all six of them. We're going to have our postseason awards uh, from the Trinity League. We're going to have a lower levels report, and we're going to, of course, talk about the Pac-5 playoffs. So, Scotty, are you ready to to uh, go one more round of uh, Trinity League football talk with me? Yes, we are, Dan. Got to get it all in, and um, actually, we're, I'm going to miss it after this week, so uh, you know, I'll have to wait a whole another year to get this going again, but, but it's been fun. Yeah, well, thanks, Lusk. It's been great talking to you as well, Scott. We've done this 10 weeks, and this is our 10th consecutive show, and, uh, you know, we've... Uh, Certainly talked a lot of Trinity football. It's really helped me, and I hope it's helped the fans to really follow this. And I've gotten some great insight from you, and uh, it's it's really helped me follow it and, and really enjoy it. And uh, it's been it's been a really fun season. So, um, but, but hey, before we uh, we jump in, I of course want to you know one more time give credit to the uh, Orange Lutheran Drumline that provides our our music coming in and out of our shows. So. Uh, that we uh, make sure we give the Lancers credit for that. But let's start right into it, Scott. Um, you know, right here on the eve of the Pac-5 playoffs, it's a good time. You know, the season is uh, is over in the Trinity League. You know, St. John Bosco is the, uh, the league champion. They won undefeated once again, 5-0 in league. They're 10-0 uh, overall. Modern day got second at 3-2. and Then you had the log jam. Tie for third place between Jay Sarah, who really came on at the end of the year, two and three. They tied with Lutheran, who was two and three, and then Servite two and three, and then bringing up at sixth place at the end there, Santa Margarita one and four. Let's hand out some uh, some of these grades on how these teams performed in the Trinity League. Let's start with St. John Bosco, which you know closed out last week. Uh, with a huge victory over Servite, 70-7, to another running clock situation that we, we talked about all season. But uh, what would you grade the uh, the Bosco Braves, uh, Scotty? you got to go an A-plus on that one because <laughs> there was no weakness. Um, you know, everybody's kind of comparing that, that team to the, you know, a couple of years ago team to, that just, just went through. I don't even remember that team ever having running clocks as much as this team has. So, um, yeah, there, there isn't pretty much, you know, weakness. I don't think anybody would argue that, um, you know, they deserve an A-plus on their grade. Yeah, I completely agree. A-plus for Bosco. Completely dominated, you know, in the league. Averaged 53 points a game. Only allowed 12, uh, just a little bit over 12 in, in, in league. No doubt about it. Braves. A, A plus. How about modern day, the second place team, three and two? I'm going to give them a B plus. They had that one hiccup that uh, seems to have uh, kind of get them the past couple of years. They always lose a game that they probably shouldn't have. Um, they kind of got upset with that Jay Sarah team that played one heck of a game, game plan against them. 
tick lower. Uh, I'm going to just give them a solid B. I'm pretty much with you. They had, you know, it was a disappointing loss, I think, for them at J. Sarah. Um, but other than that, you know, and, and, they, and, and I, I think, uh, you know, I think the Monarchs would have liked to competed closer with St. John Bosco. They got hammered. But uh, their non-league schedule was outstanding, you know, you know, highlighted by that victory against uh, Bishop Amont. But uh, I'm going to go B on the Monarchs. How about Orange Lutheran? Uh, you know, we mentioned that at uh, two and three. What would your grade on the Lancers be? Uh, I'm going to give them a B minus. Um, they played a tough schedule. They also won some some games. Um, but I think a lot of people come in maybe expected them to be. I mean, maybe they're battle moderate for that second spot. I mean, they could be arguably, you know, get a B, but um, A, B minus. Um, but uh, that's where I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go B plus on the uh, on the Lancers because I'm going to remember last year that they went 0 and 5 in league, so they took a big step up to win a couple games, get to the playoffs. Of course, they needed that coin flip. We, we didn't even mention that the coin flip that really determined that. We know with a three-way tie, Orange Lutheran won that big coin flip. That's how they got in the playoffs. And, and Jay, Sarah, and Servite were on the outside looking in after they lost that coin flip. They didn't get selected for the at-larges. That went to Westlake and Chaminade. So got some big-time luck there for Jay, Sarah. I mean, for, uh, excuse me, Orange Lutheran. But I'm going to still give them a B plus because they were 0 for in the league last year. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's let's go with Jay Sarah. You know, again, 2-3. and three, What a close to the finish, uh, close to the league, I should say, for Jay Sarah. You know, when you can beat Modern Day and Orange Lutheran to close out the Trinity League, that's something else. Back-to-back weeks. Uh, what would you give your grade to Jay Sarah, uh, Scotty? You know, I'm going to... I'm going to go with the C plus or the C on that one um, because they were really, you know, they started out with that 5-0 and, and then they just came out of the gates, you know, over. But they made up for it with those last two wins. But, you know, having that weak schedule, you know, did them in. Um, you know, then what you know, they were, they had lost a lot of their skills last year. Um, they lost, you know,
you know, these narrow losses to, you know, Servite and Santa Margarita. So Jay Sarah was close, but I, I agree with you. I think I, I'll go C+. Um, how about uh, Servite? You know, again, 2-3 and three in league and 4-6 and six overall. Played, a, you know, the brutal schedule non-league, but uh, didn't get back to the playoffs this year. I'm actually going to go, um, I'm actually going to give them a C plus, um, only based on everyone thought they were only going to win one or even two games this year, and they actually played competitive in a lot of those those games that they won a couple of games that they shouldn't have. So I think they they did better than what everybody thought by two games. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to give them a B minus. I think they uh, overachieved slightly. You know, again, they, of course, they had a one-point loss. You know, we talk about the Trinity League being so tough. I mean, they had the one-point loss against Orange Lutheran. You know, comes down to the final play. How that could have changed things around? They could have been three and two, and that would have been uh, that could have got them in the playoffs and, and, and really changed some things. So. Um, they had a tough go against Modern Day. That was probably their letdown game where, you know, I'm sure they would have liked to have been more competitive. They, of course, had a you know, tough time like everybody did against Bosco. So, and let's uh, let's round it out with uh, Santa Margarita, which I have to admit was my was a sleeper pick for me in Orange County football this year. I really thought Santa Margarita with K.J. Costello, you know, their um, – Dylan Crawford, all those receivers, what I saw uh, of them over the summer, some of their linemen, running backs, I thought they were going to be really good, but it didn't happen. You know, of course, we mentioned they're one and four in league. What would your grade uh, be for uh, the Eagles? I mean, I'm going to have to go with D on, on the Eagles. Um, you know, I, I thought they would be better, a lot better. I wasn't as high as, as you were on them, but I thought they would be better. I thought they would probably, you know, battle Olu maybe for that, you know, for that third spot possibly. Um, and I thought they would, you know, win a lot, uh, a lot of other games that they should have. Um, and I thought their offensive line was going to be a lot better than what they did. And, and actually, you know, that was the tell sign on, the, on their season because they couldn't protect this because he took way too many hits this year. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'm going to have to go um, uh, probably C minus. I won't go. I won't give them a D because they did get the victory against Jay Sarah. But uh, they, you know, they did have an uneven year. With uh, they also lost early uh, in the non-league season to Westlake. That was a surprise some people in that showdown. You know, of course they had to open against Bosco. That was tough. Then they bounced back and they were in it after they beat Jay Sarah. But then, uh, then there was that pretty bizarre game, a head-scratching game when I, I, I went and saw them the next week against Orange Lutheran at Orange Coast College, and I couldn't believe I was watching K.J. Costello. He essentially got benched in that game. Uh, they, they went with another, the other, their other quarterback, change of pace. It was strange for me to see, you know, such a talented kid on the sidelines. That's... Uh, that was that was a, that was a tough one, and, and you know that they didn't win after that. The next two weeks, uh, they did not win. So um, I'll give them a C minus, uh, but uh, it could easily be a D. I can understand your grading on that one for sure, um, Scott. Hey, let's go uh, over some uh, grades. Uh, we did the grades. Let's go over some awards here as we uh, wrap up the two 
2015 Trinity League football season. Scott, who would be your offensive player of the year in the Trinity League? Uh, you got to go with McGrew. I think that's pretty much a given. Um, I mean, he had 22 touchdowns, uh, 1,300 yards rushing. Um, he averaged almost like nine yards a carry. And I think he, you know, he was basically the key to that offense. I think you take him away. Um, I don't, you know, who knows? Because then they become one dimensional. Um, but you know, he he was the key, the guy that makes that offense go. You know, and he's only he plays up until about the third quarter. So happy that they didn't play a whole game yet. So um, that's who my player of the year would be. All right, well, can't argue with that. I'm gonna. Um slightly disagree. I'm going to pick another Bosco Brave as my player of the year, but I'm going to go with Quinn Davis, the quarterback, first-year starter, who a guy we talked a little bit about, uh, his background, thanks to some of your insight on that earlier this, in our, an earlier podcast, you know, former modern-day uh, player his freshman year. But uh, Quinn, you know, gets my vote after throwing 27 touchdowns in the regular season, only one interception. You know, he's uh, 2,600 yards. He's also a dual-threat quarterback, ran for over 300 yards, five TDs, really uh, spread the ball around well. So no mistakes, big yardage. I'm going to go Quentin Davis, but uh, I don't think uh, either of us are are wrong on that one, Um, either Quentin or uh, Sean McGrew. Scotty, who would be your defensive player of the year? This is tough. Um, And I say that because Bosco had played so many different guys. They don't have a lot of stats to back it up. Um, And then if you look at the rest of the the players players in the league, there's a lot of the modern-day linebackers have a lot of sacks. Uh, Brandon McKinney has a lot of tackles. Right. Yeah, Matt Mark, you know, he had 
I saw Bosco play, I saw him against Orange Lutheran, and that's going to be their uh, outside linebacker kind of defensive end, uh, number 44, Jacob, Jacob Collier. Collier. He's the yeah. he's the guy that I <laughs> he's the scariest looking guy for me if I was uh, having a scheme against him. So he'd get my pick. Bosco, uh, Chaser was second. They went 9-1 overall, 4-1 in league. 
league. Okay. Um, Bosco actually was third with eight and two overall, three and two in league. Um, and then third place was Santa Margarita. They were five and five, one and four. And then the Olu was three, three and one, and one and four. And then Servite was two and eight, and they were zero oh and five. Um, okay. But it was an exciting year. and 
players. She's rattled off a lot of talent, and uh, of course we're not, you know, a lot of returning talent as well. And from these teams. Well, let's wrap up our podcast, our final podcast of the season. Sky, looking a little bit here at the Pac-5 playoffs. Uh, all the teams, the three teams are going to be playing on Friday. St. John Bosco is going to be playing host to uh, Corona. That's at Cerritos College at 7 o'clock. Modern Day playing at the St. Anna Bowl, playing host to Lakewood. That's also 7 o'clock. And then Orange Lutheran it hits the road to... Um, play St. Bonaventure of Ventura and that's also 7 that's actually 7.30 is what I've seen uh, in that uh, first round game and that's probably the best game of those three I mean I'm, I'm thinking that, you know for sure Bosco's going to be playing in the finals against um, Centennial and that's going to be just an amazing game once again but uh, I think I think uh, Orange Lutheran and Modern Day can win I think Modern Day will win handily in the first round but I, th- I think Orange Lutheran can get up there and, uh, you know, win on the road against St. Bonaventure. Yeah, I believe so, too. I don't think that game is, I mean, when you look at who, who uh, St. Bonaventure, they're 7-3, and, and their notable losses are to Chaminade, 31-28, and Oaks Christian, 48-23. And their best win is against Westlake, which is a 31-28. So... Um, and then they also, their other loss was to Camarillo, who's, I think, a top team in, in, in the lower, the next division down. But, you know, I, I you know, I, I think Oshlu actually could pull that one, you know, pull that one out. So. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be obviously a long trip. It's going to be tough. You know, uh, it wasn't, it was only a couple of years ago that Modern Day went up there and beat, um, St. Bonaventure in a playoff game, but it wasn't in a, uh, it was a quarterfinals, if, if memory serves. It might, have, or it may be a semifinal. Um, I made up, I made the trip up there. It was a pretty foggy uh, evening. Foggy game, yeah. But uh, was that it? Was that was that a semifinal? Or a, I believe it was at the quarters. Quarters, maybe. It might have been the quarters. And it was a twenty-one-zero against Ricky Town. When Ricky Town, I think, was a sophomore, I believe. Yeah, Thomas Doherty played uh, outstanding in that game. I remember talking to him after the game. And that was one of the, you know, that was part of the group of modern-day kids really trying to turn it around and, uh, you know, uh, have a special season with that team. So um, so what do you think, Scott? You think, are you also thinking it's going to be uh, St. John Bosco Centennial, you know, playing at the, uh, the Big A in the finals? Yeah, I mean, you have to, just the way they've been playing. Um, week after week, so. Who would be your pick for that final? You know, we come back next year, hopefully we'll do this podcast again. I certainly enjoyed it. But who are we going to be talking about as the reigning Pac-5 champion? You think You think it's going to be St. John Bosco is going to get their uh, crown back, or is it is, is Centennial going to repeat? You know, I, I, I haven't seen a weakness in Bosco, and, but I haven't seen a weakness in, in and uh, Centennial, but Centennial really hasn't played anybody, you know, as much as, well, neither has Bosco, though. Bosco, you know, other than, than you know, if you want to gauge modern day or if you want to gauge, um, you know, the Trinity League teams. But um, it'll be interesting because both of them have, you know, have not been stopped at all. So it's going to come down to who makes the, the crucial mistake in college. 